When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, we're going to be talking about Bloodshot, Trolls 2, and Invisible Man being released digitally. What does that actually mean for the movie-going audience, and what does it mean for movie theaters, for them to release these movies digitally, especially with them being new releases? Then I'm going to be talking about some Mortal Kombat news, and I'm also going to be doing a couple of other things too, so stick around and let me know what you guys think about this podcast. So, Bloodshot, Trolls 2, and Invisible Man are getting digital releases. And I wouldn't be surprised pretty soon that it will be announced that Ben Affleck's movie, The Way Back, which is a movie that I'm actually excited to see, that I didn't get to see in the movie theaters or anything like that. And I wanted to. It's just that some other stuff actually came up that I couldn't control, so I didn't get get around to actually seeing it. And I want to see Bloodshot as well, because I'm a huge comic book sweaty and everything, and I wanted to actually check that show out, that movie out. But, you know, because of the coronavirus and everything, I wasn't able to see it. Not only that, but it was also a late night show and for like 7 o'clock. So, of course, movie theaters are actually going to be trying to cut out the early showings and stuff like that to go and see this movie. So, I didn't get around to seeing Bloodshot like I wanted to, even though that's actually on my anticipated movie list. But for them to actually release this on digital, is I'm all for it. Not only that, these movies are actually going to be like 20 bucks to actually download. Which is not bad because you can actually download it and stream it as many times as you want. And not only that, but if you think about it, this is actually like the early 2000s if you think about it. Where they depended on the sales of DVDs or the rentals of DVDs. And then of course the later 2000s we came in with the digital age. Where pretty much Blu-rays, movie rentals and stuff like that... I'm pretty much wiped away. And everything is now available to stream on Netflix. Netflix was the king at one time. Now we have Disney Plus taking over. But, you know, what I have to say about this is I see this as something being temporary. I don't see this as like the end of all movie theaters like some people are thinking that it's going to be. Because here's the thing. Certain states and governors already said that they don't want their citizens to be going out or anything like that and they want to be quarantined and be stuck inside the house so what better way to actually be stuck in the house to actually have some digital movies that's actually been released and not only that but if you think about it invisible man has actually made bank so that movie already made money so you don't even have to worry about that aspect bloodshot hasn't even been out that long and not only that but even the movie the hunt is actually going to be released digitally as well which is a movie that i couldn't wait to see either because i like that whole entire aspect where you actually had a movie that was actually that was banned and then they decided to go ahead and release it later on and now they actually they did release that movie and i didn't get around to seeing that either so i want to see bloodshot i want to see the hunt i want to see the way back and if I have to spend 20 bucks just to watch those movies as new releases, I'm all for it. And not only that, but maybe I might actually get to see this on Redbox pretty soon too. Because if they're going to release that digitally, maybe they might release that also on Redbox. That's just something to think about. But, you know, like I mentioned before, I don't see this as a way of movie theaters shutting down permanently or anything like that this is just a temporary thing because think about like this we're all going to be stuck in the house together we're all going to be stuck 
inside the house with our families and stuff like that. And really, we want to get out. We want to go out and do things on our normal basis and stuff like that. We don't want to be stuck inside. And here's the thing. Movie theaters depends on basically your Coke products, your candy and stuff like that. And now, of course, they're doing they're doing regular food too now at my movie theater. And then, of course, they're also serving beer and stuff like that. But they depend on that concession stand to actually make the money because they only make a third of what they take in because from ticket sales because whatever they don't make, they don't, that's what they profit on is on the whole entire concession stand. But I don't see them at shutting down at all because of the fact that we're going to be stuck with each other for so long inside one room that we want to break away from each other to where we can actually go out again and start our normal everyday routine like we normally do. And I don't see the movie that I don't see people not wanting to go to the movies because movies is a great way to actually escape whatever it is going around us and everything. And we just want to be entertained. We just want to go out and have a good time. And not only that, but I also feel like this, that aside from escapism, escape, uh, besides that point, is the fact that I'm going to have to agree with John Roca from from SEN Live, and I'm only referencing this for a small bit, is the fact that, you know, even the fact that, you know, people are actually wanting to get away from each other and stuff like that and start their everyday thing, I seriously think, you know, we might actually see maybe a dawn of a new way that they might actually bring movies together. Like, for instance, I would love for them to put smaller movies into the into the movie theater so that way we can actually be introduced to indie films and also have our blockbusters as well. But what I'm get, trying to get at with the whole entire thing with Roka is this. You know, I totally, hands down, agree with him that I don't see this as a way of the end of all movie theaters. I just see it actually growing afterwards. I see maybe the fan community, because I think this is actually a great way, if you think about it, for us to actually reset our whole entire mindset of the way that we think and the way that we act towards one another. Especially if you think about the fan community within the Star Wars universe, Marvel universe, DC universe, whatever fandom there is. Even Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or whatever, if have you not. And the most toxic fan base at one time was Star Wars because of what Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi. And people didn't particularly care for that or anything like that. But even so, like movie reviewers like myself, people didn't like what other people had to say about what they thought uh, about movies or anything like that in general, and they would take it to heart to the point where they would threaten movie reviewers. As a matter of fact, I knew people that were actually getting threatened by movie reviewers and stuff like that, and it broke my heart to actually see the fan, movie fan community do this and just tear each other down. And I'm hoping that this virus actually unites us, just like how it did with 9-11. I'm not saying that it was actually good for 9-11 to actually happen or anything like that because here's the thing. I don't wish death on anybody. I don't want nothing to ha- happen or anything like that to anybody. And that's also the same thing with this situation where it's actually a scary situation where we're fighting a virus and we're having to be quarantined. And, you know, it's just a hard thing to actually go through. And I just want people to unite together. 
this is why I even made Movie Lovers Unite was because I want the fan community to unite together as one. And have fun. Talk about movies. Even if it's movies that you may not like, talk about it. If your friend likes a movie, let it be totally subjective and everything. Just be like, yeah, I didn't really care for that movie, but this is why I didn't like this movie. But just to come out and say, well, that movie sucked. That is not having a valid conversation with somebody. That is just a one-syllable word or two-syllable word where it sucked. Okay, there's not much that you can grow from that. There's not much conversation that you can grow from that. And I believe that now this is actually a perfect time for all of us just to get together and just enjoy each other's company and watch a movie together and not have to worry about, you know, what everybody else is saying and and tearing each other down. This is actually a perfect moment for everybody just to come together and watch movies as a whole. And that's all I want. I just want the best for the fan community within the movie-going audiences. But, you know, like I said, I don't see this as a way of movie theaters closing down or anything like that. This is just a temporary thing. But I even said this, too. I wanted Mulan to be pushed back because of the fact that they made it for China. And they did. In fact, move the release date back. Uh, there's still no official release date, I believe, for Mulan at this time. But the fact is, I'm glad that they at least acknowledged the fact that they wanted to wait. Because, don't forget, just because a movie doesn't do well over here in the United States, they have to go on ahead. China and people overseas is what makes our money. And it helps balance everything out. And I think that's actually a really good thing here is the fact that you know okay this movie didn't make bank over here in the United States but we can actually even out our budget and make our budget back with movie if we release this overseas and we can actually probably make a sequel out of it because of the numbers with the fan community overseas but that's also like Fast and the Furious Fast and the Furious movies I heard don't do that great anymore in the United States, but it makes bank overseas. Same thing with Transformers. Transformers was always a big thing overseas. And everything, because if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't be making, they wouldn't have made all those Transformers movies with Michael Bay or anything like that because it was like a four, don't forget, they made a billion dollar profit off of just about every single movie that came out with Transformers. And every single movie trailer winded up being good enough to where people would want to go out and see it, all except that last one. But, you know, it's just the bottom line that this is actually a movie-making business and stuff like that. Everybody forgets that this is a movie business. And with every business, you want your you want everything to succeed and do what needs to be done. And I feel bad for the people that actually lost their jobs and everything with the movie theaters. Because I'm always a full-blown supporter of supporting your movie theaters. Even mom and pop's movie theaters as well. And... You know, it just breaks my heart now that, you know, those people are actually now having to close their doors for right now. And there's not going to be anyone there at that moment. But I just have a feeling that we're going to be right back on track again. And we're going to be, that we're actually going to be okay. And we're going to actually branch out of our houses again. And we're going to go back into our whole entire mode of doing what we love doing. Another thing that I actually want to talk about too that's on my mind is the fact that, you know, when people come together, when the tragedy happens and when that tragedy actually happens, we come together. And then after a couple of months, after a couple of years, 
we break away from that and we go into our own default mode of trash talking somebody, putting someone down. We're also, uh, some people are also trash talking each other on the internet, putting down movie reviewers and stuff like that. Now is not the time to do it. And even after that, it's not the time to do it. Because I'm always about respecting other people. And to throw someone down over a difference of opinion over something that really doesn't really matter, as long as your opinion actually stands out on its own, just stand on your own opinion rather than somebody else's opinion and think for yourself. And yes, you can actually listen to what my, to my reviews and stuff like that, and you can agree with me or you can not agree with me. But don't try and threaten me over a review that you may see differently. Because I can't tell you how many times people actually disagree with me. And I'm okay with people disagreeing with me. Because I'd rather deal with people that disagree with me than having someone that agrees with me 24-7. Because why would you want to listen to somebody that has the same thought process as I do? Because you're just listening to your own self. Don't you want to just go ahead and listen to what somebody else has to say and have a difference of opinion from somebody else's perspective? That's just the way I look at it, but, you know, that's just the way I feel about it. And, you know, now now I want to actually talk about maybe something else now. And that is the fact that I discovered some movie news with the whole entire Mortal Kombat uh, movie. That actually, it's going to be a reboot. It's going to actually be produced by James Wan. And I'm happy that it's going to be produced by James Wan. I think he's actually one of the best people that we can actually have. That's actually that's going to be producing it, and they actually they're they are going to have that horror element to it. That's what I like the most. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be rated R. But the guy who plays Jax, um, sorry if I'm actually butchering his name, which I have no intentions of actually butchering his name. But this is what he had to say. Makata, uh, Makata, uh, I think was is his name. He plays Jax. But anyways, I guess this is what he says. He goes, "Yes, you're going to get." All the fatalities that you're used to, all the fight moves that you want to see. Of course, we had to pull that stuff in in there, but you're also going to get a real story about real people that you can connect with and identify with, and identify with their struggles. And that's part of that. That's going to be really unexpected. And he also Brooks also added. Yes, you're going to get all the, uh, like I said, you're going to get all that. The ca- uh, And here's the thing. I'm very happy that they're actually putting some thought into it. But the simple fact is, if you look at that last Mortal Kombat movie in the 90s, not Annihilation, but the very first one, even Annihilation, let's go on ahead and use that too. It was all like one layer. It was like paint by the numbers. Here's Liu Kang. Here's all the characters that we all like from Mortal Kombat. There was no layers to them. There was nothing to them. And it was like just a fighting movie, which is basically what we wanted from a Mortal Kombat movie from the get-go from in the 90s. But now we kind of matured a little bit. We actually know that movies can actually be better for video game-based movies. And we want to have layers to those characters. We don't want to have like a paint-by-the-numbers kind of character where... There's no layers to them, and I like characters that are going to be better fleshed out and actually be a little bit more serious and also, too, to where you can actually gravitate towards those characters a little bit more. And you can actually care about them, have emotional attachment to the character whenever they die. And also, too, you can have backgrounds, backgrounds 
stories of each character and break those down. And I also found out this too, that even the martial arts itself is actually going to be realism. Now, this is not like Batman realism. We're still going to have the fatalities like the actor from Jack, that plays Jack said. We're still going to have that aspect into it. We're still going to have a lot of things within this movie that's going to work for itself. And I wouldn't be surprised if this movie doesn't make bank. And it doesn't, and it's actually the most successful video game movie that we actually have. Because I have all the faith in the world of James Wan. Especially what he's done with the Conjuring franchise, Saw, which also started, I think he ended up making that movie for like $6 million, And look at how beast, how much of a monster that thing was. And everything with the uh, very first Saw movie. And then all of a sudden, there was more Saw movies after that. And then the same thing with the Conjuring movies. We actually have movies that actually broke away from the original Conjuring movies. But even though I don't really care for the spinoffs, I, I can appreciate what they were trying to do. But my point is this. James Wan is great with his horror. He knows what he's doing. And then, of course, you know, he knows how to actually make people care about characters. And even though he's not the director, even though he's not the writer for it, it makes me excited because of the fact he's going to, he's not going to be just one of those producers that just slap a name on a poster or on the movie and say, produced by James Wan. No. He's going to have his fingerprints on this project. And... Because he has that, those fingerprints on that project, he's going to make us care about those characters. He's going to make us want to see more from those characters and have everything fleshed out the way that we want it. Even have that horror element to it and even have that violent fatalities and everything else that we know and love from the Mortal Kombat. And this is going to be dealing with a lot more besides a, a combat tournament where people are fighting against each other. This is actually going to be dealing with the characters within themselves. So I like that. I like the fact too that they actually want to have that struggle within the characters to where there's some type of conflict growing inside of them. And you can, like I said, something that's actually relatable. So that's my take on that part. And my voice is actually going out a little bit here and there. And no, I don't have the coronavirus or anything like that. My allergies is just been killing me. So I might actually cut this a little bit shorter than I wanted to. I'm sorry for that. But I'll be back tomorrow and we'll go on ahead and talk about a little bit more. But go on ahead, check out the rest of my podcast episodes if you want to. Um, matter of fact, I have like 102 episodes. So just go on ahead, dig through whatever you want to dig through. To, and I, after this, as a matter of fact, I'm actually going to put the email, not the email address, but I'm also going to put down where you can actually send in voicemails and stuff like that to me. Tell me what you guys think about the show or if you have questions or if I got anything wrong or just tell me how you guys are doing and everything. You guys don't have to give me any questions or anything like that. I would like to know how you guys are facing with this whole entire coronavirus thing and how you guys are holding up because you guys, this this thing that I'm making and everything, I care more about the the community within itself. And that's what I like about podcasting is the community that I'm actually building rather than the subscribers and all that other stuff. I'd rather have be talking about what I love doing with other fellow movie lovers within a community and knowing that I, that you guys are loving the show. So tell me what you guys think about the show. Tell me what you, how you guys are doing. Not only that, if you guys can, if you guys have time, go to iTunes and put in a review about what you guys think of the podcast. 
because that actually helps me grow as a host and not only grow as a host but it also helps other people who are actually looking for other movie content movie news content and stuff like that that they can actually find my channel better so go ahead do that for me if you guys can and you know tomorrow is a new day i'm gonna go ahead and have some other stuff going on and i'm actually gonna try and review uh about three movies from redbox whenever they get released like Uncut Gems is a really is released right now, so I'm probably gonna pick that up. But there's actually there's a couple more movies that I wanted to actually check out. So let me know what you guys have to say, and until next time, bye bye.